you know, somebody like that, where it's super cheap, but definitely has the potential to blow up for a week, two weeks at a time. Welcome everybody to Dinging Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slab Stocks. I am your host, Nate, and today we are here with Aaron. Aaron, thank you for joining and today we are going to be talking about five guys that have been performing very well in the last week. So last time we had a video on the 29th of July, I think. So I took the stats from 8, uh, 7.30 to 8.5, which is today, Wednesday. This video, you'll be watching it tomorrow. Um, and no games have been played yet today, but still took them to 8.5. Uh, so we're going to look at a couple, uh, five guys specifically that have performed well this past week. We're going to cut out the negative stuff and not talk about any negative stats uh, just because, uh, you know, it, it seemed a little negative last time. We covered negativity a lot last time. We're just trying to go positive today. Oh, yeah. So uh, just covering five very good performers this week. And uh, Aaron, what do you say we get right into it? Let's do it. Sweet. Well, then, so we got five guys. Uh, Aaron Judge, Luis Robert, Nick Cassianos, Trent Grisham, and Ian Happ today. Um, a lot of central guys. You know, Nick Cassianos is the Reds. Uh, uh, Ian Happ is the Cubs. Um, Luis Robert is the Chicago White Sox. Trent Grisham used to be a Brewer, but now he's a Padre. And then, obviously, Judge is a Yankee. Nate, you're not one for surprises. You just gave them all five. <laughs> well, that's true, but that's because I was going to go through their weeks and then cover their seasons and uh, go from there. So, let us uh, start. We'll start. I was going to start with Aaron Judge, but let's not start there. Let's not start with the best. Let's start with Ian. Or, nope, let's start with Trent Grisham. <laughs> uh, I did not go far enough down on my notes page here. So, let's start with Trent Grisham. As many of you know, he was the he traded in the Luis Urias deal to the Padres. Luis Urias has yet to play for the Brewers, but Trent Grisham has played for the Padres. And he has done really, really well. Uh, currently on the year, he is hitting 273 with a 385 on base and a 636 slugging, which is good for a 178 WRC plus, um, 78% better than league average. If you want to put that in perspective, Christian Yelich is still like under zero. So, uh, Trent Grisham, absolute stud, currently has four home runs on the year and 53 plate appearances, uh, two doubles, a triple, and eight walks to only 13 strikeouts, a 15% walk rate to a, only a 25% strikeout rate, which is a little high, but still less than last year. Of course, only a 12-game sample size. Um, but in the last seven days, if we can scroll back to the top here, Trent Grisham, he had a 261 average, a 370 on base, and a 696 slugging. Uh, insanely good, 185 WRC+. Plus. So in the last seven days, a little bit better than his season WRC+. Plus. And uh, he's just been hot. He's been hot for the Padres. Padres have been a hot team. Fernando Tatis has been hot. Uh, and they just called up Luis Patino. It's really nice to see. So Trent Grisham, uh, stud. Aaron, you got prices on Trent Grisham. I do. 2015 Bowman Chrome, first Bowman auto, has went from around $30 to around $45 in the past week. But if you're investing in Trent Grisham over the summer, these were way cheaper, probably $10 or under for a Bowman Chrome auto. Um, not many people had him on their, on their radar, probably because he, I don't know, wasn't that big of a name coming into the season. I know he had 2020 top series one rookie Nate was talking, talking to me about earlier this, uh, today, but for his cards, you know, if, 
if a player's coming out of a trade and he wasn't really like that, I mean, it's nice on the Brewers that he blew that play at the end in the wild card game, which so disappointed to me still. But a player like that, they just don't land on too many people's radars because they're not homegrown talent. They're not a top prospect. They're not a top call-up. So that's why his cards were cheaper. And now they're going up to $45 for a Bowman Chrome Auto. I'm sure top series one rookies are still really, really cheap. Uh, but maybe something to look into if uh, you know you want to do some cheap plays. And maybe, Nate, this is one you could talk about. I know you're telling me about the cheapness of some of these players and how that can turn to some fortunes going forward. Yeah, so I was just discussing with Aaron today, Aaron, uh, how you know you look at today's market and it's so reactionary. One good game in basketball prices skyrocket. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. just the other day, uh, up four hundred dollars in a day, something like that. Um, and you look at guys, you know, uh, Eloy Jimenez hits a grand slam in summer camp against the Cubs, and his prices double overnight. And so you're looking at a market that reacts instantaneously to one good game, two good games, maybe a week of good games for baseball type of thing. And so if you're looking to make money but stay on a budget, a guy like Trent Grisham is perfect. A guy like Ian Happ, who we're going to talk about, is perfect. Maybe Nico Horner. You know, somebody like that where it's super cheap but definitely has the potential to blow up for a week, two weeks at a time. And all of a sudden that $5 investment in a gold out of number to 2020 turns into a $30 invest, uh, card in three weeks. And if he cools off, you've already sold by then. Uh, pretty easy nowadays to get in cheap and just wait for that one guy to explode and then make your money. And then also if he stinks, it's $5. Yeah. If if Trent Grisham is at his height, uh, or if you spent... Hey, Trent Grisham golds were like $2 like a week ago, and now they're like 30 Uh You spend $2, and if he doesn't ever explode... You're out two bucks. Yeah. People waste two bucks on stuff all the time. You know, get gas at a gas station, go in and get a soda for a dollar seventy nine. <laughs> Sounds like some self experience there. Ah, no comment. No comment. <laughs> Quick, Trip, on. Quick Trip has stayed open. Quick Trip, number one gas station in the world, stayed open. I think because of me. <laughs> um, but so Trent Grisham, great week. But moving on, number two, try to make this video a little bit shorter than last week. Number two, we've got Ian Happ. Uh, second baseman slash third baseman slash outfielder uh, for the Cubs. And currently on the year, he is hitting 281 with 395 on base and a 625 slugging. That's good for a 177 WRC+. Plus. Uh, Ian Happ was um, pretty good last year, but short sample size, only 58 games. The year before that, he was kind of disappointing uh, coming into the year, he had played 142 games and only had a 106 WRC+. Plus. People were kind of down on him. He didn't play a ton of games last year, but did pretty well. Well, this year, he's really broken out. He put on some weight in the offseason, and he currently has three home runs on the year, two doubles, uh, and a, almost a 16% walk rate, 26% strikeout rate, but almost a 16% walk rate, which is really good. In the last week, Ian Happ, five games, but only 17 plate appearances, but he has a home run, two runs scored, uh, a stolen base, walking 24% of the time last week as opposed to only 17% at strikeout rate. Uh, so Ian Happ turning a corner as we speak for the Cubs. Um, wouldn't shock me if you look down uh, on a full season and he is a 25 home run guy, uh, maybe a 30 home run guy for the Cubs 
uh, in a year or two. I mean, this is a guy that people used to go crazy about in the card market. I remember a couple years back, everyone wanted Ian Happ 2015 Bowman Chrome Autos. They did. And speaking of 2015 Bowman Chrome Autos, those are following a similar trend to Trent Grisham, except this was $25 to $35. Not super high sales volume when it comes to Bowman Chrome Autos. They're actually a lot more rare than if you're looking at rookies of Ian Happ. Uh, most likely came out in 2017, I want to say. I think it might have been one of the Series 1 or Series 2. I don't think it was update. And same thing with Ian Happ, like Nate was talking about. If you're looking to get into some rookie cards, definitely can go find some cheap rookie cards out there. Bowman Chrome Autos react a little bit faster because they're lower supply, higher dollar amounts, so they seem to go up faster in value. But at the same time, it brings on more risk with a certain player. So there's definitely yeah. pros and cons to every single type of investment. Um, something you just need to weigh for your own personal situation when it comes to investing. Yeah. And with Ian Happ, remember, he was the ninth overall pick in 2016, I think. Uh, he plays for the Cubs, so, you know, a high draft pick, big name. Uh, the issue with him is that he also has big names on his team. Uh, Javi Baez, Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, obviously, to name a few. Um, so if he wants to break out, you know, he can't keep hitting in the ninth, eighth or ninth spot like he has been. Uh, you want him to move down and become a bigger part of that offense, uh, hitting with the big boys there in the middle. Um, if he does that, look out. Ian Happ could be a great, great investment. Yep. Drafted in 2015. I 2015. Say. Yeah, because he's got the 2015 Bowman Chrome Auto. Oh, there you go. All right. So moving on to number three is Lou Bob, Luis Robert. <laughs> Or Robert, if you're me and mispronounce his name for months and months and months. Like he's French. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Luis... Just really quick, really funny thing. I remember this guy commenting or DMing on one of our posts, and he's like, you guys gotta stop saying Luis Robert like he's Rudy Gobert's cousin. It's so funny. He was right. He was right. You know, you hear a name mispronounced one or two times and you just run with it for the rest of your life until you're corrected. So to whoever was on that YouTube video, thank you. <laughs> uh, so Luis Robert, on the year, 11 games, 49 plate appearances, two home runs, eight runs scored, four stolen bases, which is really cool, uh, three doubles, hitting 364, 429 with a 568 slugging, and that's good for a 188 WRC+. He's also worth one win above replacement on the year. He's played 11 games, worth one win above replacement. If he keeps that up, He's a 6-1 above replacement type of guy over 60 games, which would be insane. Absolutely insane. His defense has been amazing. His offense has been amazing. His base running has been amazing. He really has been the whole package. Um, uh, last week, he hit uh, five games, 25 plate appearances, one home run, six runs scored, three of his stolen bases, most of those coming against the Brewers. The Brewers just played the White Sox, and the, the White Sox destroyed them. Uh, 16% walk rate to only a 20% strikeout rate. So that's nice to see. You know, one of the big concerns was strikeouts for Lou Bob. And uh, so far, so good. Uh, 381, 480, 619 on the week uh, with a 216 WRC+. So uh, Luis Robert is really looking like the real deal. Uh, he has been everything that has been advertised. The power has been there. The defense has been there. The speed has been there, but then also the walks and the just the singles, you know, infield hits, uh, nice singles through the gap, uh, stuff like that that you just kind of weren't expecting. I expected him to be a power uh, defense speed guy, but high average guy I was not expecting. And yet here we are uh, two weeks into the season. And he's looking like, you know, he could really be the real deal. Interesting thing with Luis Robert, sorry, Luis Robert cards 
is that his two, 2020 Top Series 2 clearly came out a couple weeks back. They're popping around $20 to $25 a piece when they came out. Um, Top Series 2, one of the worst products that we've seen in a long time, aside from Louis Robert rookie cards, which is why we think that these came out so high. But with the amount that's being ripped and sold, there's so much on eBay that these cards really haven't had much fluctuation, even with his stellar play. Uh, the 2020 Top Series 2 cards are still $25 today. But if you were to look at Bowman Chrome Autos, Bowman Chrome PSA 10s, those have seen a nice trend over the last three weeks with him playing and really performing like that rookie of the year that people were expecting. But Series 2, unless it starts to get graded to be on PSA 10s, it's going to be hard to see a trend in these with the amount of supply that's available. I think if less starts to get ripped and sold, we'll start to see an uptick in these cards if he keeps up this performance, just because less will be up for auction and for sale um, over the coming month versus the first three weeks of a product. I mean, so much is getting sold then. That's really hard to see any real price trend in these non-graded rookie cards. Um, most of the people that are buying them right now are probably buying to try to grade and get those PSA 10s. And once those start to get into the market, you'll start to see more structured trends. Uh, Aaron, would you agree with all the cards? If you look at Kyle Lewis and you look at Louis uh, Robert, there are so many cards being sold not all of these people could have looked for PSA 10s, for good corners, for good surfaces, right? Right. Um, so it's likely if you're ever going to get a good time to actually buy cards on eBay, like you're not going to be buying cards on eBay of Wander Franco, Bowman Chrome Wander Francos, because uh, non-graded, because most likely those cards have already been scoured through and the PSA 10s have been sent out. Yeah, definitely two different things that helps with getting better condition cards is one, a new product release. People are looking to make up some money and they're ripping. So they're not really super concerned about holding out to grade. I mean, don't get me wrong, a lot of people are, but there's also a lot of people who are looking to sell. And then the second thing is someone coming out of nowhere or at least increasing in value like Kyle Lewis, who has $1 now he's over five. Like those people have them at $1 and are selling at five, Probably we're just holding on to him to see if he became anything. Now they might be selling to 5x their money. So then you might be able to find some good non-grade cards versus if you're looking for Wander Franco, Marco Luciano, those type of guys. You're not going to find much you know, good condition cards on eBay. Yeah. So if you're looking for good cards right now that can get graded and find on eBay, go for these young guys, these Lou Bobs, these Kyle Lewis's, uh, anybody else that might sneak out of Top Series 1. Dustin May was just dominant yesterday, 99 up mile power two seamer that had 17 inches of movement that struck out uh uh manny machado um so if you're looking for guys right now those are the guys to go after now let's keep in mind too buying on gray on ebay is a it's a it's a it's dice a, roll it's, it's a gamble a huge risk. i huge mean risk. but if there was ever a time where it wasn't a huge risk yes it would be with these guys that are just blowing up that people are just not looking at great yeah let's keep in mind it's got to be like a volume play too like the best way to get the most good condition cards is to buy them most to look at to figure out if they're in good condition or not buying one or two might not work out because that's just do you get lucky at that point yeah 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 buy you know buy those 30 lots 40 yeah. lots and assume that the guy has not looked them over to be or buy 10 rated. different single listings and then you have a better odds of getting people that don't look them over too true all right, moving on, uh, and these are the two big boppers for the week. Um, a little bit less exciting than the new young guys, but uh, number four on the list is Nick Cassianos. Nick Cassianos was a Tiger for many years, broke out with the Tigers two years ago, and then 
last year or three years ago and then two years ago and then last year was on the Tigers and the Cubs got traded to the Cubs uh, really really broke out with the Cubs was amazing after the trade deadline for the Cubs well this offseason he was a free agent and he sat in free agency forever the Reds finally came forward and gave him a four-year deal I think worth like 64 million I could be wrong on that do not quote me uh, memory is not what it used to be was um, it ever anything? That's true. The memory really wasn't ever anything. Uh, not a great memory over here. Uh, I have to write a lot of things down if I want to remember them, and I'm not great at writing things down. Terrible note taker. Uh, so four years, 64, I think, maybe somewhere in there. Um, they signed him to that deal, and right now, since he gets to play DH, though he is playing a lot of right field um, and not as much DH, but eventually they'll probably move him to the DH because he's a terrible outfielder. Uh, he is looking like an absolute steal. So on the season, Nick Cassianos is hitting in 11 games, 43 plate appearances, 6 home runs. Aaron Judge has 6 home runs, who we're about to talk about, and that is big news. Nick Cassianos has 6 home runs, not as big a news. You're not really hearing about it. 10 runs scored, 13 RBIs, almost a 10% walk rate, a 24% strikeout rate. He's hitting 368 with a 442 on base and a 9 21 slugging, 921. Uh, that is not his OPS. That is his slugging. And he's good for a 259 WRC plus. So he's 159 points better than league average. Um, and he's almost been worth a win above replacement. And that is with negative 0.8 defensive war. Uh, obviously, Fangraphs is a little weird. It's not like uh, the negative 0.8 doesn't mean he's been worth negative 0.8 wins above replacement. Um, it's 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 awkward. And I won't get into it now, but he's worth almost a win above replacement already in just 11 games for the Reds for a measly sum of like $16 million a year or something like that. Uh, that's a really good deal for them. Uh, on the week, Nick Cassianos, five games, 18 at-bats, four home runs, five runs scored, five RBIs. Only walked almost 6% of the time, but only struck out 17% of the time. Hit 353 with a 389 on base and a 1,118 slugging. He was good for a 295 WRC+, plus, almost 200% better than league average. Nick Cassianos is one of those guys, he's pulling the ball more, uh, pulling the ball 30% more. Um, oh, nope, just kidding. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm reading Aaron Judge's notes. Nick Cassianos. <laughs> He's making more contact with pitches inside the strike zone this year, more than ever, and hitting the ball harder more than ever. Uh, he has a 57.1% hard contact rate, while all of his other stats, his uh, pull percentages, um, and his uh, you know ground ball, fly ball, line drive rates are all very similar. Uh, on the year, Nick Cassianos is in the 93rd percentile for hard hit. If you go over to Baseball Savant, which is StatCast stuff on MLB.com, you can see this. Uh, hard hit rate is 93rd percentile. Exit velocity is 87th percentile. And then his expected batting average, expected slugging, expected on base are all in the 99th percentiles. And his barrel rate is in the 99th percentile. So Nick Cassianos has absolutely been killing it. He's only 28 years old. He's, enter he's in his prime. Um, and a couple weeks ago, Aaron, I predicted that he would lead the league in home runs. Well, he's leading the National League in home runs. He's tied for the MLB lead in home runs, and I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, interesting here with his cards for sure because of him being a little bit older and not really the type of demand that anyone wants to chase after um, in terms of his card market with 2014 top series, one rookie. 
let's think about it. Until recently, Series 1 really wasn't a product at all that people were after. I mean, you got Aaron Judge in 2017, Top Series 1. And then 2018, Top Series 1, you've got a couple good guys like Devers. Devers and Albies and Bueller. But not until this 2020 Series 1 has there ever been like a completely loaded Series 1. Back in the past, people ignored it for the most part. Well, Castellanos rookies are super, super, super cheap. They were like a dollar to two leading all the way up until the season. Now they're around five dollars on buy it now. So they're definitely gaining some traction. If you saw a young player doing this, they'd be like $65 versus $5. So obviously there is some multiple factors here playing in, not just performance and not just, you know, is it a tops rookie card. Is there more potential in the future? I mean, if he wins or if he's a home run leader in the NL, I'm sure that they'll be worth more than they are today. So there's definitely some areas in Castellanos cards. You can go after his 2012 Bowman Chrome Auto, which is a little bit more high dollars. Did not check check the trend on that, which is, you know, like I was saying, they definitely start to shoot up faster because of the low supply. People really, like, people love to collect Bowman Chrome Autos versus with the Topps rookies. If you stack 100 of them, you're probably just looking to flip them, at, you know, as their career goes versus actually collecting Bowman Chrome Autos. Don't get me wrong. People definitely collect Topps rookies, the more rare ones. I'm talking about just the base. Um, but, you know, who knows what Castellanos, he's probably going to dominate the rest of the season like Nate's talking in that Reds ballpark. Will people want his cards? Probably we'll see. Is it worth jumping in? Maybe on a $5 top series one. I mean, like Nate was talking about, what's the risk at that point? You're putting up $5, so maybe worth a gamble. Yeah, and this is a good, uh, you know, I, I added him in specifically to prove a point here, Aaron, is that no matter how well you hit, you know, no matter how good you are offensively, sometimes you just can't capture people's imagination. Mm-hmm. And, you know, guys like J.D. Martinez, guys like Nick Cassianos, they could hit the cover off the ball for years and years and years. But if you're not, you know, multifaceted, if you're just an offensive threat and you're not like an offensive threat where you're like Babe Ruth level offensive threat, people just aren't going to care. If you don't add in the defense, you don't add in the speed, you don't add in the flash. And the other thing is that with these guys... A lot of people, you'll see a very short period of demand. It won't be that prolonged season after season. Now, yes, you can probably make, you know, people already have made a good sum of money in the Castellanos. They still could this season, but then let's think two years down the line, people are probably going to have forgotten about this season or, you know, don't even really care about what Castellanos is doing, which is why these non-multifaceted players like Nate's talking about, it's very hard for them to see sustained demand. Yeah. I mean, even if Nick Castellanos continues to hit you know, hits 40 home runs a season throughout his entire four-year contract, minus this year because it's 60 games with the Reds, is there going to be that much demand? I just don't feel like it will ever get there. I think there is still money to be made. There's money to be made on everyone right now. Yeah. Every single person in the market, as long as you're not buying, like, you know, relievers, you could probably make money at some point. Uh, Nick Cassianos is no different, but uh, just not huge, huge demand. And then last but not least, because this video is probably going a little bit longer than we are expecting, uh, we got Aaron Judge. And Aaron Judge on the week has hit 23 plate appearances, 5 games, 5 home runs, 7 runs scored, 11 RBIs, 8.7 walk rate, 30.4 strikeout rate, which is a little high, but who cares uh, when you're hitting the ball like he is. 350 average, 435 on base, and 1150 slugging. 
1150 for his slugging. That was good for a 326 WRC plus. That is 226% better than league average. If somebody has a 126 WRC plus, they are considered a good player. If they have a 226 WRC plus, they are considered an insane player. 326. I don't even don't even talk to me about that. It should be impossible. Um, as for the season, Aaron Judge has six home runs on the season. That happened in five games. So over the weekend, five games over the weekend, and early last week, or you know, late last week, not early. Uh, he had six home runs in five games. It was a big storyline on the se- on the season. He has two doubles, six home runs, 314 average, 385 on base, 886 slugging, good for a 249 WRC plus, which is still absolutely insane. Uh, his BABIP's only 294 because he's hitting a ton of balls out of the park and not in play. Uh, home runs will do that to you. Uh, absolutely incredible. He has been pulling the ball 30% more than he did last year, so his pull rate last year was like 38%. This year it is like 69%. And he's hitting fly balls 11% more. Last year it was around 32%. This year is 43% fly balls. With his size, 6'7", 285 pounds, and playing in Yankee Stadium, not to mention uh, the Red Sox Stadium or at Fenway with the Green Monster there. It's only like 300 feet away. And then Camden Yards, which has a short left field. Um, there's going to be some massive, massive home run totals for uh, Aaron Judge this year in 60 games. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. He's finally found his power stroke again after a couple of years of kind of down years. Uh, pretty exciting. But Aaron, what do you got for prices? So Aaron Judge's rookie card market is super vast. There is a ton of options because Aaron Judge was the guy that came into the league the year before. So in 2016, had a little bit of a rougher stretch like we see with a multitude of prospects that come into the MLB. But mm-hmm. they start the next season with a series one rookie and every single product thereafter. They've got the first heritage. They've got the Bowman that comes out. They literally have, you know, and then you have museum collection, gypsy queen and tops fine. Tops chrome, tops chrome up. Yeah. Okay. So it's so many different, you know, rookie card options here. We're going to focus in on the top series one PSA 10, the one where he's catching the ball. There's like 3000 PSA 10s out there of this card. So there's, Tons of them out there. It's not really... I wouldn't say that this card is viewed as if you're looking at the 2013 Update Yelich or the 2017 Update Bellinger. People just love the Update set and when the rookies come out. And because of all the lack of options that come with coming in Update, if you come late into the game as a rookie, you're going to have way less rookie cards out there. People just are attracted to those top Update rookies so much more. This card, if you compare it just like... Top's flagship rookie to Top's flagship rookie. You'll probably think, like, why is this card so undervalued? Well, it went from $140 a week ago now to $230. So it's starting to gain a lot more respect. It's $100 preseason. So we've seen, you know, over double up since the season started. A very nice gain over the last week. It's starting to get into that bucket of top MLB player PSA 10 rookie card values because there's a lot of them out there. So unless you're in the top 5 to 10 players, young players in the MLB, they're not going to be worth over $200. Well, now Judge is, and he's entering into this category. He's been injured for so much in the past that people started to get a little bit worried about buying his cards more for high dollars. Well, now with the huge stretch of games, people are jumping back in. That doesn't even mean that he won't get injured in the future, though, just because he's had a huge week of games. Um, you know, in terms of should you buy now, should you get into it, I'm sure that there's somewhat of something going on here, like, you know, compared to the basketball market where it's, like, is the train leaving the station? Should you jump on the train? 
who really knows because like we've been saying so much of what's happening is because of this performance stuff that none of us can predict if you're a gambler maybe jump in if you're not a gambler maybe stay away because they've already went up in value so much you can go to other options you know maybe juan soto who hasn't gotten that much gameplay because of the whole covid stuff is he even is he playing games yet or not is yet. he not, not yet. yet okay so i saw he was back with the team He's not playing games yet. Maybe someone like that other than Aaron Judge. However, if Aaron Judge has another amazing two weeks, you know, these will probably be $450 or more by that point. Uh, well, I will make mention of this. Back over at Baseball Savant, if you're looking at Aaron Judge's uh, 2020 LBB percentile rankings, he's currently in the 99th percentile for exit velocity, 92nd percentile for hard hit percentage, 97 for expected weighted or on base, expected batting average is 92nd percentile, expected slugging is 98th percentile, barrel percentage is 94th percentile. Uh, that just goes to show you that he is hitting the ball really, really hard, and the outcomes that come with it are expected. He is playing unbelievably. Um, I expect this to continue with, I expect that power stroke to continue with uh, the parts he's playing in this year, and... I expect 20 home runs from him over 60 games. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he leads the league in home runs. Not at all. I mean, he already leads the league. He's got a huge leg up with six already. Uh, so, like Aaron was saying, you know, these might be $450 cards in a couple weeks. Uh, I would definitely look at getting one. If you have the means, I would get in now before you're kicking yourself later. And then another thing with Aaron Judge is this isn't a first-time occurrence. We saw this his rookie season where he led the AL in home runs, was chasing down 52. the... 52. He, he did break the rookie record for home runs, didn't he? Uh, yes, and then Pete Alonso broke his. Yeah, 53. so, well, at the time, he beat it. So this isn't like a really... Like, I'm thinking TJ Warren in basketball or Bull Bull. This isn't something like that. This is a guy that we've already seen do it before, got injured, now he's back on track. If he keeps up with what he can do, everyone's always expected Aaron Judge's cards to be worth more in the future because of that. But with the injuries, it's really slowed it down. So like Nate said, you know, it could be way higher in the future. If you want to jump in, probably don't sleep on it. But if you're kind of like, I don't know if I'm comfortable with it, then just sit it out. Like that's what the recommendation should be on anything. There's always other guys. There's always other guys. I will say this. uh, 2018, 27 home runs in 112 games. 2019, 27 home runs in 102 games. Uh, it's not like he hasn't been hitting home runs. It's just not 52 and not a 52 home run pace. But still high 30s for both of those years if he plays a full season. Um, and he's on a better pace than that this year. So uh, Aaron Judge, absolutely incredible. We should wrap this up, though. We're getting a little long here. So thank you all for listening. We got Aaron Judge and Nick Cassianos, two big boppers, both 28 years old. We had Trent Grisham and Ian Happ. The two former top prospects that kind of lost their shine and now are getting it back. And we had Luis Robert, the uh, darling of the MLB. Um, while I'm at it, shout out Joe Adele, who just got called up last night. Shout out Luis Patino, who's getting called up today. Is today Wednesday? Yep. Getting called up today, I believe, to pitch tonight. Um, so a couple other young guys that have rookie, or Luis Patino has a rookie card? Not yet. Nope. Bowman Chrome Auto, he just got. Oh, he just got the Bowman Chrome Auto. That's what it was. Yep. So he just got his Bowman Chrome Auto. Uh, expect maybe both of them to be in Topps Update unless Topps decides to hold Wait. some back to go to Series 1. Did you hear about the release today? The image release of the 2021 Topps Series 1 uh, design? Nope. No. Joe Adele pictured on the image for 2021 Topps Series 1. I don't know if that should scare people in terms of no... like. 
no update in general or a terrible update without the top prospect, but definitely some interesting implications there if they stick to what they just showed as the sell sheet for top series one 2021 Joe Adele and that they're kind of pulling a Jordan Alvarez. It seems like with that, because it sounds like, I don't know why they won't go yeah. and put him in update, but yeah, it is what it is. One more shout out. Shout out to Mike Trout for the dad power has a kid hits a home run first at bat back. Good to see him back in baseball. Yep. A couple days off and get to see his uh, son and uh, go from there. So, uh, thank you all for listening to Dinging Corners today. Um, five players that you should at least keep your eye on. Uh, some cheap options there, some more expensive options too. Uh, but try to get a wide range of players that are both cheap and expensive going forward so that you're not just like, oh, they only talk about really expensive guys. I can't afford Wander Franco. Get me something cheaper. That's what we're going to be trying to do uh, from now on. So guys like Ian Hap, Trent Grisham, keep your eye on them. Invest a little bit of money. You know, you don't have to invest a ton. And if it works out, you know, you double your money. It might only go from $5 to $10, but still pretty good uh, if you do it 20 times over, right? Um, so thank you all for listening today. Uh, Aaron, thank you for joining. Of course. Um, Aaron will probably be a regular fixture on this going forward just because it's easier to talk to somebody than uh, <laughs> not on these videos and podcasts. And then you get something uh, to look at that's not just my face. Uh, which is can be pretty alarming and atrocious at times. So uh, thank you all, and have a good rest of your Wednesday. Thurs- Thursday. It's coming out on Thursday. Have a good rest of your Thursday. <laughs>